Oh, yeah, it's working. Record, recording. I see the recording lines. That means it's recording. I've been liking the singing starts. That makes me feel good. Three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris. And what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week and another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of the podcasting world. It's the Fragile Podcast. How's it going, Mr. Mouse? Yo, what's up, dude? How's it hanging, man? How you um, living? Low and hairy, hard to carry. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard that before? Was, no, no, no. I always, I always pictured you as a smooth down there. Actually, you know? I keep it a, a nice, tight um, buzz. A nice, tight buzz, huh? Is uh, it true you look like a young Steve Urkel down there? Well, you know, I, I keep buzz. it nice and tight because um, I had an ex a while back told me that my bald dick resembled that of a child, and it made him uncomfortable. And then I thought Wait, to myself... Is it, is it the same size, too? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I probably should have said that. No, but, then, <laughs> but then I thought to myself, like, well, are the people I dated before him, were they into that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, just like, just not with you, you know? It's just, I guess, it's just, I don't like, know. Just, you just, know what? It's all your fault. <laughs> if I'm hooking up with somebody and I got to find this shit, I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, man. Hair, ooh, I, I care about hair, man. I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. If you got to wade through that shit, it's like, uh, you know, this is in the '70s. You know, I we know. know we know things about hair. Just is like, just get I'm rid like, of it. Just you're like, it. put that vintage badge up out my face. <laughs> the fuck is this shit? Uh, it's like no wonder people couldn't find the clitoris for years. You, you know, know they had to plow the yard before they could play in the field, man. Shit. <laughs> I will, I will draw a map, but you're gonna need a machete. Unfortunately, <laughs> girls get it That's together. What? You you find like hieroglyphics drawings on the way, you know. It's like it's like it's like this is how far I made me. I hope the next guy makes it all the way. You find you <laughs> find two box and Epstein. You're like that's where you've been. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you were alive. You yeah. sons of bitches. <laughs> Craziness. What's what's new with you? Anything new? Well, I'm happy to announce that I'm back, baby. I'm fucking. I'm coming back to the stage, my friend, for the first time in months. On Friday, September 4th, so this Friday at 6 p.m. at the local LIC in Long Island City, New York, I'll be making my return, and I'm on with a dope lineup. My good buddy in front of the show, Barack Ziv. Oh, I uh, did Eric see Angel. that. Yeah, Laz Rivero, Anne Van Epp, Jula Branda, uh, Daniel Parafon, of course, myself. And the show is free, plus it's outside, socially distanced, and make sure you bring a mask because there is a mask requirement but man i'm ready to get back to it like i, I fucking miss oh, this shit oh i performed there it's, with it's that's like a pretty, hostel with a bar and that's like a, a yeah we did a show spot. there yeah we did a show there together when janelle draper 
awesome comedian, also a friend of the show, used to produce one there as well. And then Barack started producing a show there. I don't know how long it's been going on, to be honest. I've done it before. It's a great show. It's, uh, That's really that cool. That place is cool. Well, I think yeah, that the yeah, yeah. front like wall like rolls up like a garage door. Ooh, isn't that cool? Or something. So it's, it's, it's like perfect for... Um, uh, what's the term looking for? You want to make sure you have a good airflow because of COVID. For you know? sure. And I wouldn't do it otherwise. And at the same time, like me and you have talked about this off air numerous times, but it's like, I didn't want to also go back to like comedy the way, like I've been seeing some people do, which is the outdoor, like, uh, parks shows. You know what I mean? Where there's no mics. You're just kind of out there, and there's also other people in the park. So it's not even like it's just you and the audience. There's like a hobo next to you for some reason jerking off, asking for change while you're trying to do your act, and I don't like it. Dude, <sighs> I went oh, yeah, I went to one in um, Prospect Park to be supportive, and I left. I was so uncomfortable because I, I got there. I saw some <laughs> friends, and I was like, is this, where's the show? And they're like, Chris, it's on right now. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> It's, I, I can't even hear it. They're like, I know it's so bad. Like no one's laughing. Everyone's got their mask on. Uh, People look yeah, like dude. they look guilty when they remove their mask ever so slightly to take a swig out of their road sodi. I was like, right, no, thank right, you. Right, right. So it's just depressing, man. It just and, and it's not comedy. It's not the same. You know, part of like. The reason why people like doing comedy, you know, at least for me, it's like you kind of feel like a rock star for a minute while you're up there. You know, you have the stage lights. It's your shit, you know, and, and, and you're up there completely by yourself. There's no one else taking that spotlight, you know, so... You kind of that's that's your chance to shine, and then you you know I feel like once you take that away, it is tough to do it. You know, like for example, I wouldn't be opposed to doing a Zoom show because you can always do character work, and you know instead of doing like a straight up joke, you can dress up like someone and fuck around and have some fun that way. But once you're out there in the park, it's like okay, it, t- it takes it out for me. I can't do it. I did one but- Instagram live, something or another, and I was like this. I, I feed off the, the energy of the room, but I can't hear right. laughter. And so right. after I did some jokes, that I, I, I resorted to things I know kill. And then I was like, you know what? At this point, guys, let me give you a tour of my apartment. This is my room. Um, this right. is where I keep my fancy clothes. So I'm probably going to wear this next time. I was just like trying to have fun with it. But I was like, this sucks. Yeah, totally. Like the only things I've done on Instagram Live have been a couple of interviews that I've done on there for people's shows. I did uh, Comedy Pete's. Instagram live show. Comedy Pete. The man, of course. Check him out at Comedy Aww. Pete Live on Instagram. And, uh, you know, it's like one of these things where at least with that kind of thing, it's it's sweet because, you know, for, for example, his show is more like a, a talk show vibe. You know, he does a little bit in the beginning. He brings on a guest, talks about, you know, how they started out in comedy, all of their background shit, blah, blah, blah. Get it going. Get it on the road. It's nice, you know. But, for example, I can't imagine doing comedy on Instagram because you at least on Zoom, you can stare at the people who are just staring at you and not laughing. But at least you see that they're there. And sure, most don't really give a fuck what's going on. And some are probably just watching TV, to be honest, while you do your set. And there's probably even a group that's pondering their life decisions, you know, as they, you know, surely wonder what it is they were thinking about when they decided to, you know, accept coming to the Zoom show. And now they're like trying to pretend they care, you know. But anyways, long story short, at least they're there and you can see them. With Instagram, they're just like, there's nothing. It's just you just pondering your thoughts right. into the oblivion. Right, right. 
Oh, yeah. we um almost won an, an award. Oh, yes, we did. Oh, yes, we did, Mr. Mo. And we were lucky enough to be nominated to the Best Script International Award under the category of Best TV and Pilot. But I won't do the story justice, so I'll let my buddy handle it. Take it away, Mr. Mo. We, we apply to this international festival. Um, there's lots of categories, but one was a TV script. So there's lots of different categories for movies, but for TV, there's just one. It's a pilot category. Um, so as soon as we submitted it, we were told that it was um, uh, selected. And then ultimately, it just ended up being a finalist. The Frat Chat Podcast presents Carlos Thought They Won. We didn't win? I thought we won. I told everybody we know we won. I thought we won. Why, God, why? I told my mom, the dad, my dog Sunshine, and I even told my grandma. Oh, she's dead, so I need to go to the cemetery. And for what, huh? I gotta drive all the way back and tell her that I'm a liar. I'm a liar. How do you think I feel? This podcast is ruined. It's all your stupid fault. Now back to your regular scheduled programming. But I mean, it's it's nice to know that that we were among a few across the world with the script. So that's I mean, we worked hard on rights. this bat. It's kind of our baby. You know what I mean? We were working. Uh, you had the concept, and then we started working on this thing and meeting up uh, either at my apartment or out to get coffee or bars after open mics and, you know, brainstorming this bad boy and just, like, coming together with this with this awesome, awesome script. So, you know, it's it deserves its recognition. I got to say, we worked hard for it. So it feels good that someone else sees that, hey, even if we didn't win, as long as someone says, hey, this is good enough to stand above the thousands and thousands and thousands of submissions they get. So I'm happy. And, dude, it's a good start. Anyway, another thing for me is uh, I'm going to go ahead and self-promote the living fuck out of myself and go ahead and head yeah. over to my YouTube channel at tiny.cc slash carlosdoestheworld. And check out some new sketches, some stand-up on there, some even some scary stuff I made recently. Oh, I haven't seen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Check it out. Check it out. It's called Open Up, and it's some good shit. But yeah, check it out. Got some good stuff on there. Again, that's tiny.cc slash world. And once I get enough followers, which is where I need you, my fellow listeners, our good buddy friends, to do, then I can get a YouTube custom link. And that's the goal here, people. That's what we want. So do your thing, interwebs, and make me a star. Who, who do you follow on YouTube? Are there any people that you're like, I got to see this? Eh, not really, to be honest. <laughs> I'm asking them to make me that person. There's this, there's this one there's this one channel I follow at the moment. Her name is Sydney Black. She um, applies makeup. And as she applies makeup, and she's really good at it. Uh, she'll give you like a history lesson. So like one lesson was um, everything you need to know about the Monica Lewinsky case. And I, I walked away oh, from that man. thinking, damn, this girl really got 
Man, we owe her a big apology. <laughs> People gave him the nice and then called her like a dirty fucking whore. You know, like, and Dude, that's kind of. Did you know that she <laughs> kept a dress? Yeah, that a cum stained like, dress. Like, it was, oh, it, it was like national news. Wash it? <laughs> I know. Why did she keep that? She just kept that and like the, the FBI found it. And like, that was like, I think there's a picture of that dress. You can Google it. Would it be so? What would you say? And it was like Julie? a big low too. I was like Clinton, like <laughs> good. You got to get that poison man. out. <laughs> what, what, what would what would you say if Julie pulls out a dress out of her closet and she's like, "Here's a dress from the first time we hooked up. <laughs> Look, I've got hundreds of thousands of your potential children splatter all over this dress, <laughs> and I will never wash it because it makes me think of you. Wouldn't you be kind of like, ooh? <laughs> I feel I feel like that case should be the biggest advertisement for swallowing that I've ever seen. Like just guys. <laughs> you know what? At the gay center, like at the, the like the clinic, mm-hmm. they they'll say swallow it all because they're because <laughs> I think that your stomach acids Ooh, will destroy um I think if, if you're exposed to HIV, if you swallow a load, your stomach acids will destroy the wow. virus before it replicates. Wow. Now just cool. And now That's it fucking is awesome, awesome see? That's why everyone's in the bathroom. They're like, fill me up. <laughs> I'm following instructions. Also, <laughs> 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 oh, speak, speaking of gay, Hello. so I believe today's going to be a gay lesson. Yes, because, because I'm ready to get to it. I'm pumped up for this, my friend. I'm ready to roll because this week we're doing something different. I'm going to hand it over to Seema over here because I don't think Mr. Seema over here thinks that I can keep up with the gay lingo or the glingo as I like to call it, or as we call it, you know, me and the gays call it uh, in the community, you know. So he's going to put me to the test. So you guys come along with me on this journey, okay? (laughs) Cheer me on on this fantastic journey of proving to Simo how awesome I am in Who Wants to Be a Frat Chat Millionaire? The gay edition. <laughs> the dude, you're gonna fucking be... suck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the questions will be multiple choice answers, you know, A, B, C, D. And to establish off, I get two lifelines so I can call two people. And I also get a 50 50 chance in one of those questions, if I needed, where you narrow it down to two out of the four possible choices, my friend. But I only get one of those. I get two lifelines. And that's it. The rest of the questions, I'm on my own, uh, and I'm willing. I'm willing to to put a little friendly wager on this. I think we have to put something on this, Mr. Mo. If I get okay. over a certain number, I think I think I should do something or get something, you know. And if I don't get over that certain number, then. You know, I return the favor, and that sounded very gay. I shouldn't have said it that way. That was very weird wording. Okay, let's. How about this? I have like twenty some questions. If you can get fifteen or more correct, I will. I don't know. I don't know if I'll see you again, but I'll send you booze. Yeah, that sounds good. We'll. We'll uh, we'll put a thirty pack on it, or you know, I don't really buy thirties anymore. We'll put it. We'll put a, the, we'll put a nice six a pack. There's a company on it. called Drizzly. You heard of them before? Drizzly. No. Shut up. They will deliver booze to your door. Oh really? Well, there's a lot. Of yeah, and it's pretty. It's pretty cool. cost effective because a lot a lot of nearby liquor stores participate. Ah. So so you can place an order. Drizzly. Can, Drizzly, yeah, like um, 
Like you, like you drizzle like that semen <laughs> all over my chest. Yes, yes, exactly. Like we were both. You know? That's what we were both thinking. Like it's it's funny that we both went to come. You know, but that's that's you that's know? what it sounds like. <laughs> they, they know what they're marketing too. <laughs> Do you remember? So I so I so we did uh, you know your show uh, in December, and I was like, Santa's coming. Whether it's on your tummy or your lower back, get ready. And then and then at the at the end of the show, this lady in line was like, "You're the most irreverent, disgusting comedian <laughs> oh, I've God. ever witnessed." And I was like, "I'm here every Friday." <laughs> um, okay, so so listeners, um, before we get into it. Uh, I just want to reference that um, uh, gays have had like this code language for a long time because up until recently, there's been sodomy laws and there's a threat of persecution due to the criminalization of homosexuality. So um, up until, you know, fairly recently, you can go to jail for um, hooking up with a dude. Uh, wow. In lots of states, there are still some countries that you can be punished by death for having for you know stripping and falling on a penis. You know, it happens. <laughs> and it was a total accident too. Did not mean for it to happen. It was very slippery already, and then I and I stepped in a banana. Okay, and then it just you know things happen. Okay, let and me I- tell you, if I can trip and fall with my mouth going in a few vaginas drunk in college. <laughs> it can happen with dicks too. Uh, so, so there's been a lot, you know, there's been a lot of like LGBTQ plus slang over the years. Terms like people would go hook up in certain bathrooms. Mm-hmm. And so like in Europe, they would call them like a cottage. And so if you're cottaging, then you were like getting your dick sucked off you know, in, in these bathrooms. But I guess in, I think in, in the States, we would call it like a tea room, you know, so we were going <laughs> to the tea room and that would, that meant you're going to get, you know, you're going to go slob some knobs and, you that know. sounds very proper though. I have to say, you know, I, I, I think, I think if I'm going to get a, a BJ or go get one in that case, I think it's like, oh, let's go to the powdered room. Let's go to the tea room, please. And then, you know, it's like, like cut over real quick. But they don't know that. <laughs> it sounds way fancier, you know? So I don't know. I kind of get down with going to the tea room. That sounds good. You know, we, we, we <laughs> talked about last week that like some, some people would, would go out to the movies late at night. And that's, you know, that was their way of like getting off in the movie theater. And, you know, right. like maybe maybe P.B. Herman was, you know, um, the, the, the tail end of that movement, I guess, in a way. <laughs> However, he went uh, to a, he was at an actual porn theater, I believe, where people go to watch porn. I don't think he like went to like go see like, you know, like three men and a baby. And then people <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, Ted dancing. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't I don't really don't know why they did bust them. I'm pretty sure that's where people do in those theaters. Not that I've ever been to one, or not that I ever would. I mean, the fact that those places existed to begin with is a whole other can of worms of why that you know will take <clears throat> too much time to discuss, and I don't want to get into. I don't. I, and and this was at the time. Fred I, I mean, Jack goes to a porn store. Yeah. <laughs> and we I mean, go that's get some tokens to and this watch the some 90s. videos. There were porn stores. There were there was. All kinds of VHS access. Why would he go to a movie theater? He's rich. He had money. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. These are the questions I have. You know, there, there are today, there are still, I mean, I don't know what's going on with COVID, but before, po- pre-COVID, there were some porno shops so you can go and you can jack off in a private little like viewing area at this like porn store. They had them all over New York. Now, here's my question. Whose job is it to clean up the cum? 
You know, like is it is it does it actually get clean? Is it like the new guys? And job? how like, do I apply? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, God damn it, Jimmy, you've been fucking up all week. Go clean up the cum. <laughs> it's like, oh damn it! And then he's like, ha, ha, little does you know, I wanted to clean up the cum. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so shall we get started? I'm ready. Let's fucking go, son. Okay. So um, I have a couple of easy ones at the beginning. Okay. And then we'll Bring get a little it. bit harder. A couple of them, I was like, ooh. But um, I do Throw like me some the- softballs. I'm ready <laughs> for balls, Simo. I'm ready. I'm going to throw some balls at your face for sure. Bring it. Um, but don't be gentle I want the, the listeners to know that most of these terms are from Mama Roo's uh, Emmy Award winning competition show, RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> Because I felt like this was fair game. Okay, Paul and me so, are actually close personal friends. I don't know if you know. Uh, we are. I call him Rue, um, and and then that we just we just vibe out all the time. So a lot of the times when you see like a lot of the the cool hairstyles and the cool dresses and a lot of the bling and stuff like that, uh, usually I get consulted before. I'm like, yeah, Rue, that was fantastic. <laughs> get out there, girl, hit it. So I'm ready. I'm I'm gonna destroy this. Let's rock. Let's start off with something easy. Okay, so this term, beard, does it stand for A, facial hair, B, a slang term for a woman who acts as a cover-up for a homosexual man, Mm -hmm. C, pubic hair hanging out of a bikini bottom, or D, a daddy? And again, the term is beard. A beard. And you said C was the bikini bottom. Yeah, um, pubic hair hanging out of a bikini bottom. And that's D that was vintage badge action. Yeah, that is um, vintage badge. D is the daddy. I'm gonna go with C and this vintage badge action. I think it's the vagina hair, the hair. The pubes. Um, the answer is actually B. Oh! So if I were to bring, let's let's say let's say I had a wedding to go to to a pretty conservative family. Okay. Um, and I was uh, not out to my family. I might bring Julie with me and say, Julie, will you be my beard for this event? Will you pose ah. as my significant other so they don't ask questions? And your girlfriend, being a good person, would say, absolutely, I will be there for you. <laughs> She'd be like, uh, sure, I'll try to make you look straight, and then, but you might not want to wear those. <laughs> I'll, say, I'll say, just make sure that you are in the same color palette that I'm wearing. And, uh, <laughs> and did you and learn the choreography? Because I need you to learn this choreography right now. <laughs> totally. Okay, so um, the first one, which I thought was easy, you know, you win some, you lose some. Okay. Uh, well, little do you know, I actually uh, got the first one wrong on purpose, you know, because I wanted to make you feel good, okay? So, but now I'm putting on my big boy shoes and I'm ready to rock, okay? So, okay. Just so you know. Put on your big boy size eight shoes. Let's do it. And this. let's get ready for the second one. Okay, this term is breeder. So, is a breeder. Someone A with a huge dick. Is it B a gay matchmaker? Is it C one that likes others to ride his big sloppy cock? Or is it D a heterosexual person? Oh man. Again, the term is breeder. 
Yeah, yeah. So the now my initial gut here is going with the matchmaker, but the heterosexual person crush would be a breeder because you know women can get pregnant, and I guess gays can't, but men can't get pregnant. So I don't know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with B. I'm gonna go with B. Um, the correct answer is a heterosexual person, usually a term of disparagement. So the term references having sex for procreation as opposed to, you know, butt sex. Which only works 50% of the time. (laughs) I was close. Son of a bitch. I should have gotten it. Okay. Well, you know, there's only two. We still got more to go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But little do you know, even in even that one, that was also me getting it wrong on purpose. So even that uh, (laughs) frustration you might see was, you know, uh, to the audience, to the untrained eye, might look like I got it wrong and I got really upset. But no, I'm actually very controlled there, and uh, that was a very controlled anger. So you know, just to throw you off a little bit. But now, now I'm gonna go on a little winning streak of my own. So check it out. Now you're feeling the game. Now I'm feeling the game. I'm like, I'm going to answer this next question on my knees. So I'm ready. Oh, great. You're going <laughs> to fart and we're going to see glitter. Okay. So this term, this gay term, beat. Okay. Spelled B as in boy, E-A-T, beat. Okay. Like Does this mean it. A to, <laughs> I love a good Michael Jackson reference. Uh, <laughs> is it A to apply the perfect amount of makeup on the face. Okay. Is it B, the good rhythmic sound of a gay bar from down the street? Is it C, to punish a bitch for stealing your look? Or is it D, to look busted? And again, Uh, the word is beat. I'm gonna go with D, to look busted. And that is your third wrong answer in a row. Beat is a verb to apply the perfect amount of makeup to the face, resulting in a flawless look. So I could say, like, her face is beat for the gods. Oh, gotcha. Think about taking, like, a lot of foundation powder and just beating your face with it. Like gotcha. old see, days, see, that old doesn't movies. sound that doesn't sound good to me. I don't want to be beaten with foundation. I thought of it in terms of like, oh damn, dude, you're looking beat. It's like, ugh. <laughs> ugh. So I did throw in some curveballs. Some of these definitions are correct to the average person, but we're in the we we are in a gay this vibe. Is, gay, this is gay who wants right to now. be a frat chat millionaire, the gay edition, okay? Where nothing who means what you think it means. Sloppy bottom <laughs> frat chat. Okay, so <clears throat> this one I, I switched up a little bit. So okay, so this phrase, I'm gonna tell you four phrases. Okay. Um, but one of them <laughs> oh, means to wittily and incisively expose a person's flaws often exaggerating or elaborating on them. Okay, so it's, okay. it's going to be something mean. So this, I'm going to read it again. This phrase means to wittily and incisively expose a person's flaws, uh-huh. often exaggerating or elaborating on them. Okay. Is it A, to catch fire? Ooh. Is it B, to read a bitch? Is it C, to cash your check? Or is it D, to choke a hoe? I'm going to go with B. To read a bitch is the correct answer. Yeah! 
and you see, got one. See, I knew that I was master at this. I've been, I've been playing all along my first three. Now I'm ready. Okay. Now it's the streak. I, the next begins. one is really easy, um, but the one after that's really hard. So that's why I justify it. Okay. So <laughs> this one, the term is bitch. Okay. So I'm looking for the gay definition. Okay. So it's a gay <laughs> definition. A, a female dog. B, a woman who constantly complains or criticizes, also known as a Karen. <laughs> C, a person who must answer to others, which would be a term of belittlement. Or is it D, a friend used as a term of endearment amongst gays? Ooh, this is this is actually harder than you think. No, I don't. I don't. I don't like this one. Shit. Uh, I. You know what? I really thought you were gayer than this. <laughs> <laughs> promise, I am. I promise. Pull out your penis. I pleasure it right now. Huh? And I don't know whether that was my gay voice, but because <laughs> this could be so. So be the Karen or D the friend. That's 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 the only. Th- you know, it's like I'm gonna go. I'm going to go with D, endearment. You are correct. Yay! I was hoping you get that right. Yeah, so, so if I were to say, like, hey, bitch. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. That's the term of endearment, you know. We, we took a nasty word, and we claimed it and made it colloquial. I like it. And you see what did I say? What did I say? I'm going to streak, son. It has begun. And, and I'm just going to celebrate. Yes, but no, no, no. This is the gay edition. So I'm going to celebrate. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, queen. Okay. So this one I think is hard. This, this one I, I actually, um, I've heard, but I didn't actually know what it was. Okay. Oh. So this term is booger. Oh, wow. I used to call an ex booger. <laughs> like, like as a term of endearment, or like behind her back. Well, as a term of endearment, but okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna long story short, she was giving me a BJ once, and um, I guess she sneezed or something, and snot came out and landed on my wiener, and I was like, "What are you doing, woman? You boogered on me!" And then, you know, <laughs> after that, I was like, "I'm gonna start calling you booger," and she hated it, but. It does sound kind of cute. Because all her sorority sisters were like, why does he call you that? And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's pretty. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I'm sure she will never listen to this podcast. So I don't mind sharing the story. Oh, my gosh. My exes used to call me um, shitty sheets. Ew. Ew. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up, shit stain? What? <laughs> Yo, what's up, skids? Yo, skids. Hey, boo boo. Okay. So, um, okay. So, booger, does it mean A, hardened snot? B, an annoying gay person? C, stomach spewing over a pair of jeans, aka a muffin top? Or D, a visually unattractive drag queen? Or, you know, a drag queen that looks like, I don't know, busted or like a hot mess? Okay, so you said C was the muffin top, right? Correct. Do we read them all again? Yes, please. So is booger A, hardened snot, B, 
an annoying gay person. C. Stomach spewing over a pair of jeans. Muffin top. Or D. A visually unattractive drag queen. Okay, well, at first I'm thinking the muffin top because it would hang like a booger, but I'm gonna go with the ugly, the ugly one because. It just makes it seem like it would be like a busted face, like a, you know, like I think of a booger, I think of gross. So I think of like a gross person. So I'm gonna go with that. D was it the gross one? That that is D. So so this term booger refers to a queen who cannot properly apply or wear makeup, style their hair <laughs> so properly, or who wears unfashionable or ill-fitting clothing. So it's the opposite of what we would call a heather. Oh, oh, a Heather. So wait, wait, does that mean that I, I was correct? And I won a three stretch streak? And wait, 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 does that mean that because you didn't know this question and you had to look it up and I didn't know it, that now I am in fact gayer than you? Because I think so. I Maybe. You might be. I think I'm now the king of the gays, officially. You know what? I will confirm that if you would let me... Um, uh, investigate your search history on Google. Uh, well, anybody knows, any smart gay knows to put it on your phone. And there's that secret history. I mean, what? <laughs> no, no, you can't go through my phone. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess listeners will never know. Okay, so next, next term. The term okay. is boots. Boots. So is boots, is it A... A shoe with a heel. Okay. Three inch minimum. Okay. Is it B, when someone leaves a friend at the bar for a romantic interest? Uh-huh. Is it C, a verbal exclamation point? Or is it D, fugly feet? When you say verbal exclamation point, that's like a... Like, oh snap! Is that is that what you mean? Or it's like yes, like I got you know what I mean. It's like so, like, so uh, someone be like, oh boots. Uh yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go with C exclamation point. Four in a row, my friend. Yeah. So if I were if I were to say you know her waist was cinched for the gods, boots. Ooh. That's um, that's like saying like yes. Um, you know, in Baltimore, <laughs> it sounds like a lot of things to say. <laughs> in Baltimore and DC, back in the day, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm ready for it. You, you just edit this. Old school, Chris. <laughs> so, um, uh, when someone leaves a friend at the bar for romantic interest, we would call that flat leaving, or we would straight up call you a flat lever. So, because you just flat left someone. So if you leave someone for a higher higher social standing or for romantic interest, we would be like, "Yo, you don't gonna flat left me. You a flat leaver." <laughs> I like that. Uh, but for the record, I totally resent you saying that. I would uh, make this into an old school Chris thing because uh, I would never. I repeat, I would never do anything of the sort. Old school Chris went to the bar with his friend. Old school Chris went to the bathroom for one second. It was all going great until old school Chris realized one thing. He's a loser. 
Come on our latest adventure and watch Old School Chris try to get some in Old School Chris 5, The Flat Lever, rated PG-13. If Fast and Furious can keep cranking them out, then it's a fat parter, stupid. I don't know. I feel like I feel like for us it was cool. Like it was like, oh, you went home, you got a girl, sweet. See you later. Hope you don't get murdered. But other than that, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> I, I, from a gay perspective, like there's there's so few gays that young gays know. So when so when you're growing up, you're in school or you're you know I don't know at work whatever. There's so few gays, and so when I was younger, like it was so it's it's on the DL. Like you're like ooh. So I, like if you only know like I I had a friend named John. John and I, he was like the only gay person I knew. So we would go to the gay bars together. But when he would like go off with someone, I would be devastated. Like now what? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't right. want to talk to these weirdos. What the fuck are they wearing? <laughs> you know. Yeah, okay. So yeah. I'm like fucking a. <laughs> Anywho. Um, okay, so this one um, might be tough. So I'm gonna read four phrases. Okay. So one of these phrases means that you don't care if the statement is offensive or not. So again, this phrase, one of the four phrases will mean that you don't care if the statement is offensive or not. Okay. Okay? So, A, no sh- no tea, no shade. Okay. B is, yes, queen, come through. Okay. C, all tea, all shade. Or D, Bring the house down. Hmm. I actually, I think I got this. Uh, okay. I'm going to go with all tea, all shade. You got it. Yeah. See, I've been learning. Tea's like, tea's like, uh, tea's like the, like the, what's, what's, what's the dirt? What's going on? The, you know, like. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I think people think of tea as like sipping tea. And maybe, maybe that's what it means. But I always think of tea um, being the first letter of the word truth. Like, what's the T? Oh, what's the truth? Yeah. So, that's how I take it. So, that's that's five you got right, I correct? Am, what did I say? I am the king of the gay, Simo. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> killing it. <laughs> okay. So, um, this term is busted. Uh-huh. Does busted mean A... This was gonna be hard. <laughs> I'm a, when a drag queen can't pass for a woman. <laughs> Is it B, when even a corset can't even create the illusion of a waist? <laughs> Is it C, um, appearing to be unkept, messy, and poorly presented? Or is it D, caught out of drag at a drag show? Ooh. So then they'd be like, ah, busted, you're not in drag. But nah, I don't think that's it. That sounds like it'd be close. Um, okay. So the first one was one that was too too ugly to pass for a woman, correct? That doesn't say too ugly, but I guess too, too masculine to pull off a cis woman. And then the second one was the corset 
uh, was busting because it can't create a shape, correct? (laughs) 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 Oh, that's between those two. Uh, Wait, but the third one, what was the third one again? What was C? Appearing to be unkept, messy, and poorly presented. Oh, fuck. See, I feel like that would be what it would be for, for the straight explanation of it. But this is a trick. Hmm. I, I'm, I think I'm gonna take a. I think I'm gonna have to take a lifeline. I think I'm gonna have to do it. I think I'm gonna have to do it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make a call. I'm gonna call a friend, and uh, and and hope for the best here. And how okay. about, I'll need you to read the question to them, but I will. I will say hello and whatnot. Uh, hold on one second. And of course, I have to call a uh, good friend, Andrew Chamberry. I think uh, he can help me through this pickle. Hey, you brother. Aha, why, Mr. Chamberry? Yo, Chamberry Esquire. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, it is me here with Andrew Chamberry, good friend of the show. And Chamberry, as you know, I'm, I'm in a little bit of a pickle here, and we're playing Who Wants to Be a Frat Chat Millionaire, the gay edition. And Simo is essentially asking me questions about gay lingo and things like that. And I'm currently on a five-question winning streak here. And, uh, and uh, I'm kind of stuck right now. And I thought, who better than my connoisseur of gay lingo? <laughs> Andrew Chamberry <laughs> to answer this. Let me tell you, Chamberry, the grand prize is a blowjob from your local gay methadone addict. Sweet. So we have a lot on the line here. It's the principle of the matter, Chamberry. Okay? Okay, let's hear it. So this term is busted. So I'm gonna read Four definitions. I need you to pick the correct gay definition of the term busted. So is the definition of busted A, when a drag queen can't pass for a woman? (laughs) B, when even a corset can't even create the illusion of a waist? Is it C, appearing to be unkept, messy, or poorly presented? Or D, Caught out of drag at a drag show. Oh, this is a tough one. Right? I know. Gays are sneaky as fuck. I feel like if I said A, I would get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but the gays are ruthless. They are ruthless. If that's one thing I've learned from this game, they could be anything. Yeah. But I feel like it also could be B. So I got it down to 50-50. And I'm going to go with the one that's going to get me in trouble, A. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm going to trust Carlos, did you want to take that? Yeah, I'll go with A. So you selected when a drag queen can't pass for a woman. The answer is C, appearing oh! to be unkept, messy, or poorly presented. Son of a bitch. I guess they were too brutal for the show. You know, the the gay term busted isn't that different than the straight term busted. Yeah, that's why it got me, son of a bitch. I knew I was going to throw a, a, a curveball. But, you know, we got butter faces in the gay community, too. There's a butter. <laughs> everywhere you turn, you got a butter face. On every street corner, there's a butter face. So that means we're not so different, you and us. <laughs> not so different. Nope. Well, sorry, 
Sorry, Carlos. Next time, um, I'll have to dress up in drag and buy you a beer. I take it. <laughs> that sounds great. I, I hope I'm there. That's actually pretty much what I've always dreamed of. So that, that is actually, I win regardless of this contest. Yeah, now. boy, start <laughs> stretching. <laughs> All right, Chanberry. All right, brother. It was good talking to you. Yep. All right, good talking to you, buddy. Bye. Ciao. Damn it. I should I should have taken C. Part of me. Part of me knew. <laughs> and I even said it. It's like, ooh, that's the same one. Ah, that's what I get. That's what I get for not trusting my gayness. I would have been six in a row, but that's what I get. It's okay. I'll move past it. But I'll have to do it next week because on that note, it's time for us to wrap up part one of the Gay Lingo Challenge, my good friends. But of course, we'll be back next week to finish this bad boy up because right now, sure, I'm ending the episode on a sour note by getting a question wrong. Thanks, Andrew Chanberry. But, man, that's a big but, ladies and gentlemen. I'm still winning on my quest to become the king of the gays. So, until next time, make sure to follow our fantastic sponsor, The Moon Life Clothing. Give it a follow on Instagram, yes. at The Moon Life Clothing, and check out their website, themoonlife.com. And also make sure to follow our good buddy, Gazzo, who made our theme music. And check out some greatest hits, man. He's, he's been working with Jordan Sparks recently, making some great, great stuff. He's the man. Check him out on Instagram, at Gazzo Music, and on Twitter, at Gazzo. And for us... Check us out everywhere at the Frat Chat Podcast. That is on Twitter. That is on Instagram. That is on Facebook. And then check me out at Carlos Does the World on Facebook and on Instagram and at Carlos Does World on Twitter. And Simo, let's see. Did you memorize your social yet? Oh, my God. Who cares? Because if I tell you guys, you're going to send me mean things. Okay, so uh, Facebook, Chris Moore. <laughs> the, um, Instagram, Chris dot more dot comedy yeah you keep it rolling twitter see more comedy okay so yeah, I, like, I like the pace that you had for for the instagram there you know that seemed like very marketable pace you know you move kind of like a young william shatner and then and then you yeah. kind of then you kind of went to uh to simple jack there on that, on that last one you know a little bit you know what i still don't <laughs> quite understand twitter I don't. Sometimes I think I'm replying to people, and then I'm like, "Why? Why did my response not get any likes? Everyone else after mine did." And I'm like, "Oh, I didn't attach their. Should I put their name oh, in no, there?" Oh no, no, no! Like, that, that's not. That's that's that thing on Twitter where you have to uh, look up that thing where you find people that actually like you. You know, but I know it's hard. <laughs> I know it's hard, but you know, but you know about that. You got me. So I, 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 I try sometimes to I'm like, I'm like, this is brilliant. I'm gonna put this up there. And then and I check it. I'm like. Hello, it's been there all day. How is it that the things I put on Reddit, I'll get thousands of likes like within a couple of hours, and then I'm like begging my mom, please make an account and like everything I, know, that right? I put on Twitter, please. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have like 40 followers. My friends are like, that's embarrassing. Oh, Twitter I, is I know, hard. Like, I have like 800, and I still get like maybe like five fucking likes. You know, I have one that got over like 100, and that's because. Fucking Dave Batista himself had to give me a retweet, you know. But it's hard out here for a Twitter using comedian. So make sure you give us a follow, throw us some likes, help make us famous. But on the meantime, porn couch, here we go, casting couch. Let's get our movie I'm made, Simo. Let me tell you, I've been working out during the quarantine, so I'm ready. Yeah. I can suck a golf ball through a garden hose, and on that note, <laughs> I motion to adjourn. And I 
second. All right. We'll be back that's, with part two that's next the week. Way it works. Peace and out, That's homies. the way to wrap your wiener. See you. Meaty tuck. Ciao. <laughs>